1: Good morning, welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. also get us on youtube.com slash Chicago. Father Greg Sacco is director of the cathedral in Chicago and co-host, I want to say executive director, mm-hmm. but past executive director. And now, what's your new title, Mark? I forgot. Uh...
2: Assistant working with to me. you.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. So assistant to the uh, rector. For special
2: projects. And
1: my God, it's hard to believe that we go back 50 years. Yeah. That I met you in September of 1973. Yeah. I was a junior in the college seminary, now college seminary of oh. Levin University. You were an incoming freshman. So I think we go back a half a century, and it's just amazing. The weather so far has been this week beautiful, but... Do pray for the people out east. And those fires, those Canadian wildfires, these are there 400 fires right now, half out of control. And just the billowing smoke is just pouring, like 80 million people on the east coast affected. You can even see in Chicago real high, that like layer of fog or a, a, a darkness. But out east they say... It's like orange. Yeah, people say they can taste. They can taste it. it, and burning their eyes and their lungs. And they're told they actually canceled the White Sox Yankees game yesterday from Yankee Stadium and the Detroit Tigers at Philadelphia.
2: The games so, were postponed. So that was one less loss for the White Sox. They've like. been
1: playing good ball lately, but yeah. again, the Yankees are tough at home. We have a great program lined up again three one two two five five eight four zero eight. Also, get us on YouTube dot slash Catholic Chicago. We have a tremendous guest for the first half hour, an old friend going back many years, speaking about now's college. Al Castillo, the director of Hispanic Communications, there's Diocese Chicago. And our topic will be Hispanic Young Adult Professional Speaker Series aimed for college seniors and young professionals. Al, welcome to the program.
0: Well, thank you very much, Father Greg. Um, I was under the impression that the cardinal or the vicar general was going to be doing the interview, <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll take you You're guys. You're stuck with uh, us. Yeah, yeah, You're stuck with us. How and are you? Thank you for well. coming in. This- thank you for for uh, having me today. Well,
1: also now you host
0: your own program.
1: I do. When?
0: On Friday mornings. Eight o'clock. Uh, eight o'clock uh, in the morning. It's uh, Chicago Catolico. Uh, my co-host is Father Claudio Diaz, uh, he's the uh, the pastor of Our Lady of the Unity uh, in in the Near West Side, and uh, we've been w- having this Spanish language radio program since uh, a little before nine eleven. Can you believe that? So two thousand and one. So you're going uh, back so uh, twenty two years. Twenty two years. I've had a number of hosts uh, in between. It started. Uh, with the director of Hispanic Ministry, uh, Father Zeke Sanchez and oh, then sure. and then following him was Father Claudio Diaz and then we've had a number of other um, individuals that have followed uh, right now we have an interesting kind of um, presence in Hispanic Ministry. We have the Consejo Hispano which is uh, coordinated by Father Sergio Rivas and uh, but but Father Claudio has graciously um, uh, given us his time and talent uh, because he loves he loves being uh, the co-host of of our radio program. So and have, he brings a been, lot of energy. Have
1: to you that. been the host all these years? Yes, yes. So twenty almost twenty two plus years. Right. Do,
2: ma- mm-hmm. I was going to say maybe share a little bit. Of, we were speaking off the air about your background, like what mm-hmm. brought you to this position. Well, it's a long story.
1: Uh, just to let our listeners know. Mark, we met Al when we started on the faculty at Niles College Seminary of Loyola in 85. And Al was a senior in the college seminary. That's where we first met Al. Right. And also we played basketball against each other yeah. and softball I have a and heartwarming football. story What's
0: about uh, one of my first memories with Father Greg. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Okay. So Is it, it true? It's very <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <Okay. laughs> uh, it's seared into my mind. It's very heartwarming. Oh. Um, so, you know, we would have these intramural games, right? Oh, yeah. And, oh, sure. and like you said, you know, basketball and all that. Softball so, and football. I remember it was in the fall, 1985. Um, it was, it was uh, touch football we were playing. And it was, I believe, the senior, senior class versus the faculty. Oh, sure. Okay. It used to be a tradition, right? And so, somehow or another, I found myself as quarterback for the the seniors. And all I remember was <laughs> was throwing the ball to my target, and out of nowhere, out of nowhere, like smoke, Father Greg comes <laughs> and ah! intercepts the ball and runs it back uh, the right way for a touchdown. Your, your right yeah, to right. for a touchdown. So, <laughs> was, it, was it
1: was it actually a pick six? Yes, all the way. Yes, really, I remember that.
0: And um, and so you know the the my classmates didn't talk to me for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> too, but uh, I, I'm sure it was memorable for you
2: and uplifting um, as as faculty. I used too. to love
1: to play defense. <laughs> I used to love to play linebacker position, and it. Uh, I thought
2: you were going to say it's touch football, and he took you out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but not one thing about it. I do remember now that game and you were the quarterback on the team. Yes. I'm positive you you yeah. were the quarterback. And you had a good arm. You had a good arm. You looked you looked over the field well and you were good at spotting your receivers because the rush was coming and uh you got rid of that ball. Yeah. Were, and also you were quick, you were fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I pitched for, you know, Quigley North here. I forgot you so, pitched for Quigley and, and North. And then I pitched for, you know, under the um, the coaching of Father Don Nevins at oh, the time. Yes. So and I remember. Uh, <laughs> it's funny.
1: So we're going, that that football game was back almost 38 years ago. Yeah. Now, now I'm glad I'm walking, <laughs> let alone, no. you know, doing a pick six on interception. No.
2: Okay, guys, let's get back to the oh, question. Oh, yeah, I forgot, yeah, the I forgot about the program. Oh, there's a question. Well, yeah. What brought you to this position? That's a little bit of your background. Sure. Uh, but maybe could you just give p- folks an idea of, you know, when I think about it, so – You're a Niles graduate, I'm a Niles graduate. So am I. All three of us are, and we're sitting here years later still committed to the church. Right. Well, you
0: know, it's, it's interesting. So I spent 10 years working for the federal government. I worked for the Census Bureau. So I, I, I worked on the 1990 census, and I was about to work on the 2020 census when I realized, okay, this is not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. At that time, I, I, I went back to grad school. I got my MBA, which actually has a connection to our speaker for the speaker series. Um, I, I graduated, I believe it was 1996. Um, I received my MBA. At that time, I ran into um, Bishop Conway, oh, and Bishop Conway said, hey, you know, there's a, there's a position open at the Archdiocese if you'd like to interview for that, and so it was for his chief of staff position, so I interviewed. Um, Sister Anita won out, sure, uh, sure. you know, a phenomenal uh, woman, uh, but uh, I ended up, they, they offered me the, uh, the position of the office for the millennium. So the, wow. the, the Millennium Office uh, helped celebrate the 2000th anniversary of Christ's birth, right? So I started in 1997 and to the year 2000. So I think we jammed about, you know, 20 years of ministry in those three years. We had wow. we had a number of activities. Uh, the highlight was Soldier the Field? Mass at Soldier Field. Yeah. The field of faith, in the in the rain, in the rain. Yes, it was well, you know, nicknamed the flood of faith. Of course, (laughs) Uh, is so so much so that we had reports of people on buses being turned around because the expressways were being shut down. Wow, that's how much of a downpour it was. It was a torrential that day. Yeah,
1: it was. Coming in sheets exactly. at Soldier Field.
0: At Soldier Field, and then um, subsequently, uh, we had another celebration up at Mundelein, mm-hmm. as Mark uh, reminded me. Uh, it was called the Way of Faith, and it was a beautiful celebration of Mundelein and 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 its and, and, and the beautiful um, lake and and the road around it. They had just repaved it, and it, and it just looked absolutely gorgeous. So when
1: when Bishop Conway offered the position and said you should apply. Was this at one fifty five East Superior? It was, mm-hmm. and then you were working with, with what department?
0: Uh, m- my own little office of Monsignor now, Monsignor Wayne Prist. Sure, uh, and and I reported directly to the Cardinal.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. and that goes back. Do so you actually, you've been connected with the Archdiocese going back to ninety six, twenty seven yes. years so, ago. N-
0: ninety seven, yeah.
2: So you got the MBA. And you could have gone corporate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What, what, and and what, my,
0: my, my background was marketing and finance. Yeah,
2: so what? Yeah. why the church? You
0: know what? There was there was always this yearning. Mm-hmm. You know, you always hear about that. Um, but in my case, it was true. I wanted to kind of, you know, give back. Um, well, you
1: spent eight years in the seminary. I did. Four years Quigley yeah. and four years
0: Niles College. And, you know, prior to that, I was, you know, uh, you know, I was the altar boy of the year at St. Mary of the Lake. I mean, <laughs> wow. you know, I I, I, An I answered phones at the at the rectory. Did you really?
2: Yeah. Did you know Sister Joan and Honora? They I were did. This, yeah, weren't they wonderful? They were, absolutely. Well, and Joan's still around. Honora passed away, but they yeah. were co-principals. They did a beautiful yeah. job. Yeah, absolutely. Mary, in fact, absolutely.
1: The, both of them at one time served at Mary Seat of Wisdom mm-hmm. in Park Ridge. I think, oh, the most okay. positive. We're well, getting to the topic here. Wait, because this is like Al's yeah, <laughs> A- like, life. <laughs> that's yeah, well, all right. I, well, that's good. life. the fact good. that we connect, we go back, we, my gosh, we go back 50 years mm-hmm. because I would have met, we met you back, take it back, I met you uh, in 71 when you were, sure, you were in 75, I mean, in 83, sure, you're going back 40-some years. So, well, listen, tell us about this whole Hispanic young adult speaker series geared toward college seniors and young professionals
0: well uh, just you know truth be told the idea came from um, father John Cusick mm-hmm. who used to be the mm-hmm. the former director of the young adult ministry here in the archdiocese for many years uh, he started something called the first Friday Club of mm-hmm. Chicago A- anyone familiar with that it oh, still sure. goes on today it still yeah. goes on today um, I was there. A few months ago, they had uh, Father Greg Boyle. I don't know if you're familiar. He's He's a Jesuit. Jesuit works with um, convicts and those that are are imprisoned or have been imprisoned, and a lot of people, uh, you know, in our society, you know, there's no place for them, and so he not only walks the walk you know he talks the talk he oh, yeah. does he does it all he um he provides jobs for them he provides training for them and Don't all that They own the bakery They, they own a bakery they do tattoo removal they do t-shirts they do all sorts well, of It's amazing It's it's an industry it's mm-hmm. an industry and it's a very you know the 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 story is so compelling and anyway I went um my, my boss invited me and and I went and uh you know, I, I'd actually read his book as well, mm-hmm. and that uh, I think it's called Tattoos on the Heart. Um, and it's a very compelling story. But my point of this whole thing is that uh, First Friday Club brings you close to people like that, that are doing things that are inspiring, that, that bring us closer to God, right? And so um, the, the whole concept of First Friday Club is to bring people in, Um, feed them, um, provide an inspiring speaker, uh, for conversation later on and, and perhaps a little bit of networking and then off you go, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to your lives. And that's what I want to replicate. Uh, for young Hispanic adults. Why young Hispanic adult professionals?
2: We're
1: going to talk more about that after a break. Mark, take us to break. We're going to continue that, Hal. It's
2: great. great. It's excellent. Sure. WNDZ 750M Catholic Chicago 312-255-8408 or you can go to youtube.com slash Chicago. When we come back, Al Castillo will be explaining and inviting us to creating a work-life balance event Tuesday, June 20th, 2023, At Tufano's Vernon Park Tap. I wonder, do they take charge cards now, or is it still cash over there? Oh, I'm doing a site visit today, uh, so we'll find out. Yeah, we'll be (laughs) back in a few minutes. Please stay
0: tuned.
3: Adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship programs provide a free opportunity for young adults to spend time with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youth aged 9-12 through who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports every relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that can help young adults build confidence and enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7970 in Cook County and 847 847- in Lake County. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today.
4: This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations.
0: <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach, apply today at artchicago.org
4: schooljobs. For more than 20 years, Catholic Charities Adult Protective Services has been advocating for seniors who are the victims of abuse, neglect, confinement, or financial exploitation. With our partners at local, city, and state agencies, Our trained case managers follow through on every concern that is brought to our attention in a cooperative way to ensure that our seniors are safe and protected. According to the Illinois Department on Aging, last year nearly 21,000 cases of elder abuse were reported in Illinois. Of these, only 5% were reported by seniors themselves. So raising awareness is an important part of this issue. If you are concerned about a senior you know, Call 800-252-8966. That's 800-252-8966. With your help, we can stop elder abuse and look out for the seniors in our lives.
2: D Z 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, three one two two five five eight four zero eight Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Al Casillo. We're talking about Hispanic Young Adult Professional Speaker Series. We're talking about June 20th. We're talking about Tofano's Vernon Tap. We're talking about a one-hour session featuring Rick Estrada. Where would the idea come from?
0: Well, you know, all great ideas are... you know, inspired by others, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so in this particular case, this was inspired by the First Friday Club of Chicago. Um, As as we were talking about before, it's a First Friday Club is a one-hour, you know, in and out. um, In the middle, in in that hour, there's a a wonderful speaker, an opportunity to network, an opportunity to really think profoundly about uh, an an issue of the day, and then to kind of bring people closer to, to to god in some some way so i wanted to kind of do that for young adult hispanic professionals why young adult um professionals um i don't know if you if either of you read the chicago catholic on oh, a regular yes. basis yes <laughs> a, a few issues back there was a a study by the the pew research center and uh, it the headline was U.S. born Latinos now more likely to be nuns than Catholic, and that really? was staggering. That was that was a that that just took me back. Um, the subhead was the Pew finding: share of Latinos uh, identifying Latinos identifying as Catholic dropped from sixty seven percent in twenty ten to 43% in 2022. Wow. So we have this idea here in, in, in this institution that Hispanics are Catholic, you know? And, and, this, and, and by the way, I, you know, I, I think I mentioned I, I worked for the Census Bureau for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I know data. Um, I worked in the data library for, for many, many years. And, um, you know, we talk about surveys. Most national polls survey about 300 people you know, to, to kind of get an, a, an idea of, of a particular issue, mm-hmm. how people think about mm-hmm. it. This particular um, uh, survey surveyed over 3,000 participants, mm-hmm. so on a national level, um, all Latinos, and so I believe that this is a real concrete figure. Um, That's a it, tremendous sample size. It, it is. It's a tremendous—it's ten tenfold of what a normal sample size and is. And are you
2: saying a second-generation Latino or who who were— so? You know,
0: I, I didn't go into the okay. specifics, but in general, in general, so four out of ten uh, identify as Catholic now wow. of, of all It's That's Latinos. less than half. Yes, exactly. It went from the majority of Two Latinos thirds. in the United States to less than half. Now— um why why this it, it, you know, it's been you know percolating in my mind this this idea of of bringing young professional adults together. it's it's been you know, in my mind for for at least a decade. Uh, why because I always felt that you know my parish or you know I, I you know we talked about this off air I, I live in Westchester Illinois it's it's a predominantly white community there are nothing specifically for Latinos in that in that vicinity right. or area um, so I never felt connected in that particular way uh, to to my parish uh, in I Grew up on the north side. The north side had a very interesting mix of Latinos as mm-hmm. well. None that I could really fully kind of connect with. Um, what parish was that? Uh, that was Saint Mary of the Lake. Oh, okay. yeah. So okay. one one mile north of Wrigley Field. Who was the pastor then? Uh, John Rosemeyer. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Father yes. John Rosemeyer. Mike Father Mike Bain was a, an associate yes, back in, Mike the Bame, in the day. Uh, Robert Coleman, Father Rob oh, Robert Coleman. we dated in seventy eight. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. had we had a lot of great good men great yeah, guys there. Good. Um so you know, this this idea comes from from the idea of you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a second generation Hispanic here in in the Chicago metropolitan area, and I needed a network to kind of be able to support me through my young adult situation. I mean, as a 21 year old, if we can all go back there, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot going on in in our lives. You know, we're, we're deciding our futures. We're, you know, perhaps in relationships, we're starting new jobs. Uh, There's a lot of activity going on. The future is ahead of us, but yet, you know, we need that support. We need that network. Now, what's very interesting, Alan, that is the speaker for
1: this evening, Rick Estrada, when you were a senior at Niles College Seminary, Rick was a freshman. Yes. He came on board in 1985 as a freshman, college freshman, as you were a senior. And so you graduated in 86. He graduated then four years later. He'd be class of 89. Mm -hmm. And have you remained friends these years?
0: We have. And one of the... So, you know, when you're in college and you're an upperclassman, you know... The, the, you don't hang around with freshmen. You don't hang around with uh, freshmen. No, you kidding. Uh, Slam in the football know, field. Had I known that it was the class of Bishop Ron Hicks and Bishop, Bishop Bob Casey... Casey. <laughs> I yeah, probably nice would sure. have, uh, and you know,
2: senior Denny Lyle, Monsignor That's Denny
0: Lyle. Yes, uh, you know, I, I probably would have treated them a little differently. <laughs> but anyway, as it as it as it stands, uh, fast forward uh, a decade or so, um, Rick Estrada and I found ourselves in the same uh, graduate class. Uh, we went back to UIC to get our masters, our MBAs. Wow! And so we spent a good almost two years together, uh, getting to know one another, studying together and, you know, finding out about each or or kind of, you know, reacquainting ourselves with our lives. So since then we've, we've kept in touch, uh, since then, uh, he has become the CEO of an, of a social service agency, one of the largest in, in the Chicago metropolitan area called the Chicago family metropolitan services. Um, they have, Roughly eleven hundred employees, both full time and part time, and they serve over one hundred thirty six thousand families.
1: So, are uh, they like all- a version of Catholic Charities? Yes, yes. But they, for the city of Chicago, for
0: the c- city of the metropolitan area of Chicago. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is nothing to sneeze at. This, this, no. this. this what a gentleman is, is very successful. Uh, he's been uh, their CEO for for quite a few years, and so I thought of him as being to to kind of kick off this series, and and you know to ask him the question, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you maintain you know the the quality of of service in in, a, in one of the largest social service agencies in the Chicago metropolitan area, and also balance that with your your your, your your home life.
1: You know? know, that is an incredible, important topic. <clears throat> how do you balance work mm-hmm. with family? Mm-hmm. Because the, the demands upon people today is phenomenal. And how do you keep it balanced? I mean, were, the great line is, I never met anyone on their deathbed who said to me, gee, Greg, I wish I had spent more time at the office. <laughs> exactly. Never. I wish exactly. I had more time with my family, with friends take a walk, but there's so many demands put upon us. We actually have run out of time here. So for a moment, Al, uh, again, Tuesday, June 20th, 6.30, 7.30 p.m., Tufano's Vernon Park Tap, 1073 West Vernon Park Place. How do they get to register.
0: They they have to register. They can go to the uh, the website, consejohispano.com. That's uh, that's the website. But there's also a flyer. If you're watching us uh, via podcast, there's a QR code there. Uh, my phone number is 312-534-7880. One more time on the number. 312-534-7880. Okay. And they can call me to register.
2: Free valet parking. Is there? Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, by the way, the calamari is on us. Oh. So there there will be a full dinner. It's free. Um, two drinks. And, you know, it'll be a wonderful June hour 20th, together. June 20th,
1: 6.30, p.m., in and out on
0: time. If you are a young adult Hispanic professional, I invite you to come. If you know someone who is a young adult Hispanic professional, please invite them to register. I
1: want to thank in a very special way Al Castillo, who is Director of Hispanic Communications. There's Dive Chicago. Al, I see you all the time with the radio and TV in the office and with the Cardinal. And so it's good to be able to sit down for a half hour, the three of us, and to be able to catch yeah, up. Thanks. Keep up your great ministry. So yes. you're listening Thank to you. uh, Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Father Greg with Mark Teresi, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. And again, do not touch that dial.